Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Peyton caught a pig skin. Running down the field. Happy tossing dimes. Cop a million dollar deal. Fantasy football. Better know it's real. Tune into the podcast. Tell us how you feel. We be going live. Best believe we talking sports. You may not think it's real. We take it serious. Of course. Fantasy football. Podcast up north, a fantasy football podcast up north. Peyton caught a pig skin running down the field. Happy tossing dimes, cup a million dollar deal. What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another episode. I can't even say for another episode. We've been AWOL for quite a while for an episode of the Fantasy Football from Unreal Podcast. Uh, as usual, uh, it's Clayton here on the mic, and we got a couple guests here today. Not even guests, they're regulars now, I gotta say. Garrett and Riley, what's up, guys? How's it going? What's up? We're here to talk some Super Bowl. I'm excited about this game. This game, I believe these are the best two teams that should be, this should be the proper Super Bowl. Garrett, we'll get into this. I really wanted to record. I should have just pushed record when you guys were just arguing about these uh these awards that just came out let's talk about them right now let's you know the nfl awards came out as of we're recording cj stroud rookie of the year much deserved i didn't like the fact D'Amico ryan's loses coach of the year to stefanski over a single first place vote bullshit how about you boys what'd you guys think of i would have put i would have put D'Amico and um oh my god why am i blanking his name lions coach Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. I would have put yeah. both of them. I would have put both of them over Stefanski for sure. At least they didn't do something stupid like they share the award. That would have been the worst thing <laughs> that could have happened. I yeah, just that. funny that they just dig deep and try to find out. Oh, okay, this like, do you think there's an actual legit tiebreaker that says, hey, what happens if they all they have the exact vote? Like, how do we do this? They must do it on the spot. Hey, you can't tell me that they were just like, oh, let's go to first place votes. It seems like the most fair reason, I guess. It's yeah, just, I. I've heard one, that happening. Oh. The one that uh, you guys were agreeing on, defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett gets it. Terrible. Well, like like I was saying, uh, they like NFL likes parity. That's why you don't really see repeat MVPs all that often, or like repeat of like award winners ever. It's just they want to switch it up. Miles Garrett doesn't have one, so they wanted to give him one. I just think what it is. I think TJ Watt's been snubbed over and over and over again of this award. And when he leads the NFL in sacks, has five more sacks than Garrett, 20 more, 20 plus more tackles than Garrett. I just think it's undeniable. Like talk about parody, but Stefanski just won it again. Did he not win it last year? I don't think he won it last year, but I mean, the tackles aspect, they do play two different positions. Like just with Watt being a linebacker, he's going to get more tackles. And I think they, they they really took into account the Garrett playing hurt thing. I'm not saying it's it's right and that's what they should do, but I think that was kind of their thought process behind it. And stuff. And they, I didn't Watt win it last year. Watt won it last year, yeah. But Watt yeah, so, does mainly line up on the D line, like as a pass rusher. Well, 
yeah, it's not like he's like, playing he, an outside linebacker, traditional outside no, linebacker. No, no, but he's he's still like he doesn't got his hand in the dirt. Like he's just more side to side opposed to Garrett's more upfield, right? Like it's. I'm not saying TJ Watt didn't have a better season. I'm just saying like I think the tackles discrepancy is always going to be there with those two guys. Uh, the sacks thing, though, you you have you can win that argument ten times out of ten. I won't uh, I won't dispute that. Regardless well, if it's TJ TJ Watt or not, so well on uh, X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, everybody's agreeing with the fact that TJ Watt should have won it. There's a yeah. couple of things I'll read here real quick. Kevin Adams <clears throat> popularity contest. Fuck him. We know who the defensive player of the year is. He is quoting TJ Watt saying, "Nothing I'm not used to." Um, bunch of other ones go. Yeah, there's just madness on Twitter right now over this. Um, yeah. Although yeah. Garrett Garrett was very good this year, he I mean yeah. when it, when they were playing, he was he was a force to reckon with when he was on the field. So good on oh. him. Uh, we'll move over to the offensive player of the year, CMC. Obviously, can't argue that. Yeah, love it, I, I, love it. But I'd rather see him win MVP like he deserves, and then have Hill win the offensive player of the year. But I def I def, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. No, go go ahead. No, I think Hill would have won offense player of the year if he didn't get hurt. Like he had that kind of he missed the game or two. And like the Dolphins just dropped. I, I have no issues with C Mac winning it. Obviously, you have your MVP opinions and stuff, and he still can win it. That but traditionally the offensive player of the year doesn't get the MVP award. Usually they try to give it to two different dudes. But who knows who the MVP will be? We still 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 gotta wait. Still wait a bit. I'm pretty sure we think we know who it's going to be, and that's going to be your boy Lamar Jackson. Am I right it. It's it's a terrible consolation prize. <laughs> terrible, terrible. It's it, a terrible one of the worst <laughs> in recent memory. It'll be one of the worst MVP selections, in my opinion. <laughs> if Lamar gets it, I okay. You're just it's prejudiced on your part. You're taking your anger out on me because of T.J. Watt right now. <laughs> I. He was not at all. I've been season. saying it all year. He was the best player on the best team in the regular season. Obviously, playoffs. It doesn't account for the playoffs, because uh, if it did, it'd just be Mahomes' award every year. I, I will. I will. I will agree with you, Garrett. I do think he does deserve it. He he yeah, like, took another step again this year. To in in my opinion, I think he he played out of his mind this year. And like you mentioned, you know, best record in the NFL. Uh, yeah, just got to get over that hump in playoffs. But like you mentioned, it doesn't matter what happens in playoffs. It's a regular season award. Yeah. Um, I'm on your side with this one. I do feel as though he do does deserve this, this award. So yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a quarterback award. Like CMC leads every yeah. running back stat in the NFL, every running back stat in the NFL. Who, I thought Mostert had more touchdowns. It yeah, touchdowns, most, yeah, yeah. touchdowns, but cool. when you're okay. talking yards before contact yards, after contact, Rushing yards, receiving yards for a running back. He's led every stat. That team, that San Francisco team, as good as they are, they would be nowhere near the same without CMC. And I'm I'm not saying Baltimore would be where they are without Lamar either. I'm saying Lamar's a good player. I just think that when you're talking quarter, when you're talking MVP, it should be the most valuable to their team. And I think CMC, I think he deserves that a lot more. No, no, but okay. But if we're going most valuable, and then we do this thing where you could put any top five, top 10 running back on the Niners and the production would be not, maybe not quite as good, but it'd be up there. You can't just put any quarterback on the Ravens. Like 
Lamar is more valuable to the Ravens than CMC is to the Niners. That's the reason the Niners have been to all those NFC championship games, the Super Bowl 19. They did it with like Mostert. And I don't even remember. Like, I'm not I'm not saying McCaffrey doesn't deserve to win MVP. I do think it's always going to be a quarterback award unless uh unless someone breaks AP's record. But I, I do think Lamar is more valuable to the Ravens than CMC is to the Niners. And that's just because Lamar touches the ball every play. The quarterback will like it. There's a reason they get paid the most, right? Like it's. I just think I no one was talking about Lamar for MVP before he had those five touchdowns that one game. Well, I mean, until it, week it, 14, CMC was the front runner for MVP all season until like week 13. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think the big turning point on this MVP was that Christmas Day game because McCaffrey didn't do too much. Like he did a bit, didn't do a lot. Lamar did a lot. Lamar had all these, uh, Big plays, you know, like pass the eye test and then Brock Purdy on like threw away the MVP. People were talking about Purdy <laughs> for MVP more than McCaffrey. That is true. Got, it, just because it is a quarterback award. Yeah. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm obviously being a little more defensive because it is Lamar. And like I played receiver. I would like receivers and uh running backs to get more more recognition. I was hoping Tyreek would win the MVP this year until Lamar came on late in the, in the MVP race, right? Like it's Maybe I'm just salty because every time I bet on Lamar, he throws for 150 yards a game and a quarterback should throw more than 150 yards per game. That's just me. I don't know. Two points. One, he also runs for a lot of yards. So like that playoff game, he threw for 150 and then he ran for 100 against the Texans. So it kind of offsets and two, try cheering for the for the motherfucker when he just chokes in the playoffs. No one is more upset (laughs) and salty at him than I am. Okay. All right, we we can talk about this all night. I'm just sitting back enjoying it right now because it's it's quite quite an enjoyable conversation. However, we got to get to a game here that's being played in a couple days here, the Super Bowl, the Chiefs versus the Niners, two very good teams going head to head. Let's start off with the Kansas City Chiefs. Their path to the Super Bowl started out in Buffalo. Tough game. I, th- I think they had the toughest t- toughest road to get there. Uh, snuck out a 27-24 victory in that game. Didn't think they were going to win that. There was, uh, you know, we, obviously we all know about the kicker that missed the kick. Uh, moving on to, can- uh, to the Ravens the following week. Low scoring game, 17-10. Very, I don't know. Solid, ugly. Solid, uh, ugly game. Gary, you want to touch on it real quick here? What went wrong for these Ravens? Uh, oh, they abandoned the run game, which I, I, I was rooting for the Ravens. Don't get me wrong. No, they, they, they abandoned the run mm-hmm. game. Uh, the running backs touched the ball six times. They, they've been transitioning Lamar from being like a running quarterback to more of like in the pocket. And then they, they were too gung ho on that. Like, and then turnovers, obviously you can't fumble at the one. You can't throw a pick in the end zone. You can't get strip sacked on your own 30. It, it, it it honestly came down to the Chiefs just had the experience. Uh, Mahomes is Mahomes, like it is what it is. It's 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 basically we dealt with Tom Brady for twenty years. Now we got to deal with Mahomes for twenty years. Like it's just <laughs> just the way it is. That yeah, game I, was such a disappointment. First half, I was like, wow, Lamar Mahomes going at it. Lamar threw that bomb to Zay Flowers. I was like, this is going to be back and forth. And then second half, both teams disappointed. I don't even think just the Ravens. Like the Chiefs, they didn't play their full potential in that second half either. 
boring second half i found i found it was just well, a very boring second half not much yeah. too, too much going on uh that touchdown lamar through tuesday flowers is one of the craziest ones i've seen the way he he wiggled himself out of that sack and still got a ball off and yeah it was insane i do want to say too garrett how do you feel about zay flowers right now i, I okay i have i have zero issues with him he was our best player he like he tried to score a touchdown to get us down three. Like he fumbles on the one that can happen to anybody that doesn't, he scores nine times out of 10. The taunting yeah. call I think was atrocious. Like if someone's grabbing onto your leg and you wiggle out of it and then that's called standing over him. And I, think, like, I, I don't, uh, I don't think that, I don't think that's what the, it, it, the call is for, for spinning the ball. No, it, well, he dropped the ball. Like, again, he's holding on to him. He's like, yeah. get off me. And there was a step over and then he flexed, but he flexes after every big play. Zay Flowers is always I, flexing after everybody. That's his celly, but it's because he stepped over him. Because the, and the guy was holding on. Like, you don't throw that flag in a conference championship game. Like, that I, when, that was when, the issue I had with it. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's the same issue I had with the holding call in Super Bowl last year. Is maybe, but like, don't don't be don't be the ones that this, the refs shouldn't be the ones deciding the outcome. That that's what that's what I was gonna say. I think traditionally, in my opinion, I think. That's a right call, but when you're in a, like you said, a conference championship game and Chiefs players were doing the exact same thing earlier in the game. Yeah. I all think game they were, all game. Not even. Just one or two plays. I think it was every it big play they were doing it, yeah. Well, that's just because the Chiefs are going to not, like the Chiefs are going to get the favorable calls. They're not going to give it to Kelsey or Mahomes and like that, that is what it is and stuff, but then you can't be doing it to the Ravens. Like I, again, no issues with Zay Flowers. I think he was great. He's probably the best receiver Best first round receiver because you got Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua obviously was very good, but I have no issues with him. Like he fumbled, he's young. It he'll I, learn. He'll learn from it. Right. It's just it's like seeing that play overhead when he had like five yards of space. It's like, man, like that's just, brutal. But just go down on the one. Just go down <laughs> yeah. on the one. I. But again, I would try. I, I like Riley. You played the position. You're gonna try the exact same thing. You're like, I'm oh, getting this sure. end zone. I'm about to be the hero. We're about to be down three. We're gonna have all the momentum. And we did, and then it was gone, and it's just for, the way it is. For sure, it's all hindsight, right? Everyone oh. bitches about it afterwards. If he would have scored that, he would have been the man. Everyone would have loved him, right? So. Yeah, he still is. He still is. I still. Yeah, love he's him. he's good, man. He's good. This receiving class this year is really good. Um, but yeah, Garrett, I have to agree with you too. I mean, we'll touch on it after as well when we you know go to break down this game. Though, yeah, Ravens definitely abandoned the run. I think that is what naturally costed them this game. If you look at this Chiefs defense, it is a very good defense, but the one place they're very vulnerable is on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we uh, get into there. So, And then, like I said, 49ers, we'll just talk about their little championship game. 34-31, one of the what the greatest comeback in, in NFL history. Down, down, what was it, down 17, 24-7. Yeah, it's it was crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm going... I'm texting my boy Brad Scott, who's a giant Detroit Detroit Lions fan, and I'm like, dude, we're we're talking. He's, <laughs> I just imagine how many beers he's just crushing by the time halftime hit. But anyways, um, and then immediately, like probably ten minutes into the game, he's like, we're done. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's insane. I that that's what I mean. So you got Detroit number one. Detroit's going to be back in this game next year. That team is. They're all coming back. 
I I'm a huge fan of um, Dan Campbell, huge fan of Dan Campbell. Um, Lions are going to be a team to a, a team to beat next year, but the Niners, on the other hand, they deserve to come. They came back. They won this game. I do feel as though they do deserve to be in this game on Sunday, which they are, which leads me to the next question is let's break down this game. Who let's just talk about it right now. Who do you think is going to win this game? Like before we even discuss anything. Chiefs. I think I'm up in the air, honestly, with this game because I had a lot more faith in the Niners before I watched their playoff games, before their slow start. They had a slow start against Green Bay, too. They had to come back in that game yeah. as well, right? So I had a lot more faith in them before the playoffs. However, if there's another slow starting team, it's always the Chiefs, usually, I find, right? So I'm up in the air. There's playmakers on both sides, of course. I think 49ers have the better defense. Um, I think if the 49ers stick to the run game, I think they can wear out this Chiefs defense. So just to vary the opinion a little bit, I'm going to go Niners here, but again, I'm up in there. I got a, I got a question for you, Riley. Do you think having those two come from behind wins and those bad wins, you could call them, was good for the Niners? Because the narrative on the Niners is they could never make a comeback. They got down. It was over. Like I think Kyle Shanahan now has two wins after trailing in the fourth quarter in the second half. And it was those two games. Don't you, do you think that kind of helps them a bit? So like now that they're not at, like, they're more confident, like if they go down 10, nothing, they're not like, we got to panic. They're like, no, we've been here before. We just got to keep doing us. Like, what do you think on that? Of course. I, I think it helps them slightly. It just, it worries me because after that green Bay game, you would think, oh, we got to come out hot next game. And then you take a devastating first half against the lions and then have to come back. Of course, it's always a good thing to have in the back of your mind that we can come back through anything. But at the same time, against the Chiefs, against an experienced Chiefs team, you don't want to have the mentality like, oh, don't worry, we can just come back from this. You want to start out hot. That's how you're going to that, beat the Chiefs. That's what I was going to say. I mean, they didn't play Mahomes. They didn't play Mahomes. They played Jordan Love. They played Jared Goff, right? Those are the two quarterbacks that they play that, that they had to play up against. And to me, to me, I'm... I mean, I, I, I said during the Ravens game, I said, let's go Ravens. I want to win so bad. But tired. I was tired of hearing about the Chiefs, man. Can't bet against them anymore, man. They're, to me, Mahomes is absolutely a fucking stud. That, that, that Chiefs team is just unbelievable, in my opinion. Um, I do agree with you, Riley. They, they, there's, I, I feel as though the playmakers-wise, that there's think there's a lot more on – on the the Niners, but I mean, I'm I'm not betting against Mahomes in this game. I think they're I think they're going to be hyped for this game. I think the fact is that if they do come in with that mentality of oh, if we go down by ten, if they go down by ten in this game, they ain't coming back. I have a feeling that this that this Chiefs defense is one of the best out there. They also haven't played a defense like the Chiefs in in playoffs yet. Yeah, it's. When I look at it, I, I think I think a lot of stuff balances out. Like I think the Chiefs de- like the Niners defense has its holes, Chiefs defense has its holes. I, I think it boils down to Mahomes versus Purdy. And Brock Purdy has been he has been great in the playoffs. He he's led the comebacks. He's shown up in the fourth quarter when he needs to. But if you're on a Super Bowl stage, you got Patrick Mahomes, 
who is already in the GOAT conversation. He He's already up there with Montana, Brady, rightfully so. Like, that's why I lean Chiefs, just because Mahomes over Purdy. It, if it was Jared Goff, I might be a little different because Jared Goff's been there, you know. But it's just like it's Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy, like, I like uh, I forget who said it, but he's the worst player on his offense. And that's just because it's a really good offense. That, uh... Oh, who the hell was it that said that? I can't remember. Sorry, go ahead. You no, can't. no, but like, and 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 that's not a slight on him. It's more of a compliment to who he's around. But like, the big games he's been in, the two playoff games weren't great. And then that I, I going back to the Ravens on Christmas Day, he he didn't show up, and that was the biggest game of the year at that point. He just like he he starts slow, and I think he's got some nerves because he's young. And you can't do that against the Chiefs. Like it's just, and the Chiefs show up. Like the Chiefs receivers couldn't catch all year. They were like they were catching balls. Like, you know, like they're running the ball effectively. Their defense is is stopping the run, containing quarterbacks. Like it's Andy Reid Chiefs teams just show up. That's why they're that's why they've been to four or five, right? Like exactly. so that's why I'm leaning Chiefs is just on that. Yeah, I think so, I think you were talking about Cam Newton saying oh, Brock Purdy was tenth best player in his offense. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. don't I don't think you can slight Brock Purdy whatsoever in this game um he's proven time and time again as much as people want to say he's the worst player on his offense which he is absolutely he is but again you're surrounded by Debo Samuel Brandon Ayuk Christian McCaffrey like some of the best players in their respective positions right Brock Purdy showed up when he's needed to and I just think Mahomes hasn't had the greatest season this year either but I did want to ask you guys does this cement Mahomes as a goat like Garrett was saying Yes. Yeah. I. It, it'll be a modern day dynasty. Yeah. Three of five. You'll have three Super Bowls if he wins at twenty eight. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, they, like it's it's ridiculous. And the Chiefs have shown time and time again that they can win in different ways. Like they won it the first time. It was the Tyree kill, like the explosive offense. Now it's like Mahomes does what he needs to do. And then and like kind of again, kind of going back to the Brock Purdy point, just slightly. Just when Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, the teams Brock Purdy has played in the playoffs, the other quarterbacks have made the mistakes. The other offenses have made the mistakes that give him the chance to to redeem himself. Kind of like you're saying, and show up in those moments. Patrick Mahomes doesn't do that. Like he he doesn't do that. Like Patrick Mahomes never makes the big mistakes. Like he'll throw maybe he'll throw a pick in the first quarter, but it's an arm punt. Like you know, or like he'll fumble. Like it's just like. He just doesn't make the mistakes, and I do think he'll be a top three quarterback in the NFL history if he wins the Super Bowl. I, and that's insane. That is absolutely insane. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Well, let's just jump into this game. Um, I kind of broke this down. You can, by me, I basically took three points for each of these teams on how they're going to be winning the Super Bowl, things that they need to do in order to make that happen. Let's start off with the Kansas City Chiefs. I had obviously my number one um, thing that they need to do in order to win this game is they need to slow down this Niners run game. I mean, think we could all agree with that, correct? Yeah. Yep. I'm. I mean, look. At, I mentioned it earlier. This Chiefs defense, basic top unit, pretty much all season, very good, but they were often vulnerable against the run. <clears throat> I mean, we look at the way that Shanahan could technically, you know. Schemes up plays for guys like Debo and stuff like that. I mean, smart-minded coach. Chiefs need to slow down this round game. They got 
like I mentioned, CMC in there. Um, the creativity with Debo. I personally think that, you know, between CMC and Debo, I could, I could see them, you know, 20, 20, 25 plus rushes a game. I think it's going to be solid run game on their part. Um, and I don't think the Chiefs are good. I mean, if if they can't slow it down, they're not going to be ready to defend against this this uh, tough run uh, run offense. Um, the one thing that they can do in order to stop that they're going to have to blitz the shit out of this team, right? That's pretty much what it's going to be. On a plus side, with that, if they can, you know, block those, uh, take those gaps away, you're going to put that pressure on Brock Purdy. I mean, make him feel uncomfortable. What's going to happen in that case if he does have to roll out? He's going to be if he gets put in comfortable situations, to me, he's going to turn over the ball or, you know, negative yards or something like that. So to me, that's one of the biggest things. If the Chiefs can control this line of scrimmage, I think they have that much better chance to uh, to, to, to win this game. Would you guys agree? Yeah. No, uh, like, we, like we've seen the way to beat Prague Purdy is to rush him, blitz him. And he's not the tallest guy, so just bat the balls at the line of scrimmage, right? Like that's how you beat them. It's just the ball doesn't go anywhere. Hey, Gary, you get I a just couple picks. Interrupt for a sec. Yeah, Lamar just won MVP. All right, okay. So I, again, consolation prize. And Joe Flacco won comeback player of the year. Oh, a brutal pick I'm too. Not, <laughs> not, no, I think it's bad. that's a brutal pick too. Baker Mayfield I, for sure should have won. Definitely. That. Yeah. I thought you were gonna go Demar Hamlin for a second because that would have been a bad pick <laughs> because he didn't do anything. Yeah. I, <laughs> like that's kind of, like they should like I, I saw somewhere it's like name me award after Demar, but you can't give it to Demar because he played like three games. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it would have been good though. Yeah. No, it's it's okay. Good. So let's finish this up here. Um. Uh, Sorry, Garrett. I threw you off. No, you just got like he's shorter, right? So you just got to blitz, hands up in the line of scrimmage. Like I think Chris Jones is be the X factor. Just like if Chris Jones can kind of break through, if Chris Jones can just be batting balls, like that's how you beat them. Is you just bat those balls the line of scrimmage, and just hope you can contain the run offense enough. Yeah. What do you think, Riley? Exactly. Yeah. You you have to. I don't think there's any denying that Christian McCaffrey is. He's going to break through some plays regardless how well you stack the box, but you have to, as a defensive coordinator, plan for this guy. Your focus has to go all into him. You have to make make Brock Purdy make a play, and I'm not saying Brock Purdy can't make those plays. He hasn't really had to all year, right? So you have to put him in a position to where he has to play better than Patrick Mahomes. He has to be put in those clutch positions or else they're not going to win this game. If Christian McCaffrey touches the ball more than 20 times in this game, the Chiefs are in a bad position, right? So I think you got a game plan for the checkdowns. You got a game plan for the outside runs. You have to game plan for Christian McCaffrey, not the passing offense, in my opinion. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I agree with that. My number one two key to success for this Chiefs team is you got to find ways to get Isaiah Pacheco going early and often. Niners defense has been great all season against the run, but you look at these last two playoff games they did play, giving up over 260 yards on the ground in two playoff games this year, basically to the Packers. And you saw exactly what uh, the, the Lions did to this team last last weekend or two weekends ago. Um. In my opinion, if you, you look at you look at David Montgomery, I think he's a similar style runner as Pacheco is. Uh, he had almost he had a hundred almost 140 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, almost costed the the Niners this game by the way that they couldn't hold them. So to me, I think if you could get Pacheco Pacheco going early and often, like I mentioned, um, I I, th- I think he could. I, I personally think he can torch this Niners defense up the middle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and- Sorry, go, go ahead, Riley. Uh, no, I was just going to say both these defenses aren't super great against the run. Obviously, the Chiefs are a little worse, but yeah, we saw what the Lions did. Pacheco needs to needs to get going, whether it's even like this guy like, like McCaffrey, give him like little screen passes, get him out in the open field, slam most someone over. He's the type of running back that is just good for momentum and just good for the sideline. Like you see one of your brothers just pop someone in the mouth, just trucking them over. It's going to hype you up no matter what position you play. And then that will draw the pressure off of Rice and Kelsey because you need those guys to go out there and make their plays too. So like Pacheco Pacheco and McCaffrey, it's going to be a battle. Like I think those are the two guys you got to watch. Just like which guy can do a little more for his team to get his other guys open. Uh, but Pacheco Pacheco needs, needs to get going for sure. Yeah, I did read uh... – Earlier too, Pacheco's not afraid to get hit. Yeah, I think he averaged over three yards uh, per carry after contact this season. So he's not he's not scared to get hit and carry that ball. And that's why I think where the Niners are vulnerable up the middle of the field for the run game, I think you're going to see a, see see a lot of Pacheco uh, in this game as well. Yeah, Pacheco's had a really quiet under the radar good season this year too. Like he's a good, one of the best running backs in the NFL as a pure runner. And I think the Chiefs just need to play a balanced offense. You see a lot of times this Chiefs offense plays best when they're running that balanced offense. When Pacheco's getting carries, when Mahomes is launching the ball out, when he's making those check down. Um, I find a lot of times when the Chiefs get back into that West Coast offense where they're trying to air it out all the time, that's when they find themselves in trouble, right? So I just think they need to play a balanced offense, not overthink it, and just get everyone involved on this team. That's when they play the best. Agreed. And my last key to winning this game, <clears throat> pardon me, <clears throat> got to get Rasheed Rice more involved in this game. I understand. We all know that, I mean, this passing game goes through through Kelsey, right? I mean, he completely, sorry, Garrett, annihilated the Ravens. In the first uh, half. In the first half. Um, <clears throat> but if you look at, you talk about somebody that's kind of, you know, underrated Riley. Uh, three playoff games this year, Rice has 20 receptions for over 220 yards and a score. Um, he had that big, big A catch game against the Dolphins uh, that first week in playoffs. Rice 
is a tough receiver to cover. And I think basically <clears throat> you talk about scheming to stop CMC, that that's what, that's what the chiefs are going to have to do defensively. I think the Niners are going to have to scheme to stop a guy like Kelsey, double team him, do whatever, bring a guy over top where there, I think that's going to, where you're going to be able to beat them is outside to a guy like Rishi Rice. You know what I mean? If he's in a lot of single uh, man coverage. So you could get him more involved. He could, you know, kind of do do his thing out there. I mean, he's going to have a ton of opportunities. And I think I think if this Chiefs, if the Chiefs do win this game, I can almost put money on the fact that Rasheed Rice is going to be a big part of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's he's played a big factor. He's a good red zone target. He can play it deep. He can play the short game. Um not to mention, too, he was my sleeper of the year this year. So. <laughs> he was. <laughs> um, hey, yeah, about Puka. Puka, yeah, that was your Puka guy. Puka was my guy. Um, yeah, Rasheed Rice, he's been <laughs> sneakily good, too. I feel like he just came out of nowhere, like, halfway through the season. But he's by far the best receiver on this Chiefs offense. Tony's terrible. Don't even look at Tony Mahomes. <laughs> I don't even he's think he's tough. playing. I don't even think he's playing. He's, he's terrible, practicing. Man. He's healthy. <laughs> well, he did... <laughs> Did he was that a real tweet he made about um him being the best receiver if he gets the ball? Was that real? I, I don't know if it was a tweet. I think it was like a live video or something. I think, it, I think he said, but he said that wasn't even him. Like I think this guy's a fucking whatever. He's an idiot. Uh, he's got the A B C T E rolling. That's what I was gonna say. That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> Without the career stats A B had though. Yeah, so I don't exactly. think <laughs> uh no, no, Rasheed Rice, I, I, first off, I think he's going to have a big game just because Ambry Thomas, number 20 in the Niners, just gets torched consistently, consistently. Like, if there's one weak spot, like one true, true weak spot on this Niners team, it is Ambry Thomas. He just struggles. And, yeah, Rasheed Rice, I think, is going to get open. I think Rasheed Rice is going to stretch that field. and. He's gonna he's gonna get his targets. Like he's been so good the second half of the year after he's kind of like, you know, he kind of probably hit a bit of a rookie wall. You got like he earned the Mahomes trust. And then you have people like Tony kind of throwing away reps. So then Rice kind of sneaks in there. So he's been very, very good the back half of the year, but it's basically the most of the time he's been playing. And I just think, like, especially again, Ambry Thomas is just like hasn't been good. He's the one who got torched on the uh the long touchdown to, oh, geez. Who's on the lines? Who's number nine on the lines again from uh, Alabama? Jameson. Yeah. James, yeah. He got, he's only got torched on the touchdown of Jameson and stuff. So, like, I think, like, I, I would put a lot of money, like, the Rasheed Rice over, I think, will hit catches and yards. Like, I think he's just going to have a day because he's just, he's better than a lot of DBs. And Ambry Thomas is the worst DB. Yeah, I was just gonna say that he's gonna he's gonna draw favorable matchups all night too because they're gonna be forced to double team Kelsey a lot of the night, right? Yeah. So I think he's gonna get those favorable matchups. 49ers, they're good, they're front seven, but again, they're secondary, especially Ambry Thomas. That's their weak point in that defense. So I think Andy Andy Reid's gonna get Rasheed Rice involved for sure. And we've seen Mahomes put a lot of trust in Rasheed Rice. So as long as he keeps looking his way, I think. They'll find success there for sure. All right, on to the Niners. Their keys to victory, obviously, number one is going to be, 
you got to stop the Mahomes Kelsey connection. Simple as that. We talked about that. We touched on that earlier. You look at what these guys could do. I mean, Kelsey's proven that he he can pretty much take over any game, you know, if given the opportunity to do so. So this is going to rely strictly on um, who's the defensive coordinator for for the Niners. Anyone know? Wilkes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Steve. The Niners, yeah. So yeah, he's he's going to have to kind of somehow figure out how how you're going to be able to stop this um, this connection with these two because I mean. I, I don't know Kelsey's playoff performance. I can't even remember where I read it, but his playoff um, stats are absolutely ridiculous in the last eleven games. Like we're talking over, I I, don't, I can't even remember what the numbers were. I don't even want to try to throw them out there. But Kelsey easily best tight end ever. Um, how how can they how can they stop these guys? Yeah, uh, Mahomes and Kelsey are the best statistical playoff duo of all time. And they've been doing it for six seasons, which is, yeah. which is insane. It's just yeah. insane. Like when they tell you these stats and you're like, it's been six years. Like, like, what are you talking about? But uh, yeah, the way you stop this is a little bit of luck. And if the re- chiefs receivers kind of revert back to what they were halfway through the season, dropping passes and stuff, and he has to go to Kelsey because there's only Kelsey. I think that'll be a key portion of it. And it's just, and then you got to get pressure. Like Mahomes has been sacked twice since the AFC championship game against the Bengals last year. And that was in the second half against the Ravens. Yeah. Like you have to get to him. You ha- And the, it's a weak offensive line because I don't think Joe Tooney's playing. He He's trying to, I saw, but I'm not sure if he is. But you just have to get to Mahomes. Like that's how you stop it. You have to get home. And you have to tackle him. You have to actually wrap him up because he spins around, he runs around, and he throws these insane crossbody passes into these tight windows. Like, if you don't, you have to sack him. You have to get the pressure. You have to sack him. If you look at the only Super Bowl Mahomes lost, is because they just got pressure consistently. Because they were hitting him. They were hitting him hard. They were getting pressure consistent, consistently, sacking him, just hitting him outside the pocket, making his life hell. That that's how you stop that connection. It's just hit them, hit them, hit them. Yeah, and you have to you have to defensively scheme for. You can't just throw a normal blitz at Mahomes because he's very underrated in that he's able to pick up those coverages pretty quickly and easily. So you can't just throw a traditional blitz at him. You got to get your secondary involved. You got to throw sneaky cornerback blitzes in there. Um, we saw Kyle Hamilton have a little bit of success against Mahomes doing that. So I think. The Niners have to do that because if you're just going to try to sack them with Fred Warner every play, that's not going to work well either. So I think you just got to be smart with your game planning, smart with your defensive calls, get sneaky blitzes in there. And I think that'll shake Mahomes up a little bit. Um, But for me, again, like I said, the biggest thing for the Niners, they have to do, they have to come out strong. They have to come out strong. Um, They need to get an early lead and they need to keep it that way. And another thing I guess you can't really game plan for, but the Niners need to stay healthy in this game because Debo's had repeated injuries. Yeah. If C-Mac goes down, that's big trouble for the Niners, right? So if they stay healthy and they game plan smartly defensively against Mahomes, I think they definitely got a path to su- success in this game. Yeah, my second key was you kind of, we kind of touched on it earlier as well when Riley had mentioned it, is to me, Brock Purdy is going to be key in this game. I mean, what can Brock Purdy do? Um, against this Chiefs defense, um, 
I mean, basically we talked about it. We said, you know, you got to keep them upright. You got to keep them, you know, comfortable and stuff like that. If, if the, if these chiefs get at them, um, more often than not, basically 49ers are going to go downhill regardless if McCaffrey's, you know, McCaffrey can't run the ball 70 times in a game, right? You, you, you gotta be, you, you gotta, you gotta use your receivers and everything like that. I just feel like if Brock Purdy can keep up with Patrick Mahomes or play just as well as Patrick Mahomes, which I think he's very capable of doing, um, to an extent, um, I think, uh, I think that's their best way that they're going to win this, uh, win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. You just have to, like, Kyle Shannon has to give him an easy scheme. Just give him easy plays. Give him, like, the fake the handoff, the little mini boot, just throw the just throw the flat route, the drag route, just quick stuff to Debo, just, like, build the confidence up. And in doing so, you'll kind of you have to stretch the Chiefs' defense out. You have to widen them out, right? You have to spread them out, and obviously they will to a certain extent just out the gate, just because of the, all the weapons they have. But they just have to make it easy on them. Like, don't ask them to stand in the pocket, have to step up into the pocket with Chris Jones in his face, and then deliver like an eighteen-yard dig. Like, you want to get the ball out quick, right? Quick, you just get short stuff, drags, yeah. slants, scheme players open. Like, bring Debo across. You know, fake, fake the, uh, fake the, the sweep to him, fake the handoff. McCaffrey boot out, hit him in the flat. Let Debo, Debo is so good with yak yards. Just you have to just keep it simple for him. Like it's not any other game. Allow him to just get the ball to his playmakers and just ball out quick. Like I'm talking within the first second and a half, first second, just fire that, fire that bitch out because like, and then Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you need more time later on, do that. But give him some boots, too. Like, he's he's athletic enough. We saw it against Lyon. Boot him out of the pocket. Just get him moving away from the offensive line and just let him make plays. He's a good quarterback. Like, I talk a lot of I, – I talk down about him a lot because I'm kind of – it kind of annoys me a bit, and I'm a little petty still. But he's a good quarterback. Just let him – keep it simple. Just let him make those plays. Yeah, exactly. You got to you gotta let him build momentum with those quick passes at first. And then if he's as good of a quarterback as the Niners think he is, he'll be able to make those plays down the road, right? You can't – expect him to make those right off the bat in his first Super Bowl ever. Um, first half, you got to let give him some momentum to work with, let him build a rhythm, and then I'm sure he's a good enough quarterback to make those big plays if he needs to down the stretch, right? Right. And the last one I got for this is, I mean, it's kind of, they kind of go hand in hand with what I was talking about the Chiefs, but they got to, they, they got to take away this run game. They got to make, um, uh, whatchamacallit, they, they got to make, a Kelsey-less Mahomes beat them, right? You got to take away. You got to take away Kelsey. You got to try to contain that run game. If you can do that and make Mahomes beat you with those other receivers like Rasheed Rice or – I mean, really, it's Rasheed Rice is that's the only other one. I mean, you got Scanling out there, about the Scanling that basically make a big play when he needs to. Uh, 
I think if you can do those two things, I think the 49ers have a very good chance of winning this game. Yeah. I think they need to get Kittle involved too as well. Let's not forget Niners do have George Kittle, who's one of the top tight ends in the league. When he's rolling, then 49ers seem to be playing well, right? No, no. Kittle, Kittle, Kittle's definitely overlooked for whatever reason. I'm curious to see, obviously the San Francisco defense gets a lot of credit. I haven't really been impressed with their front four, like Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, and then I guess Chase. Yeah, like they're just they need to like they need to show up and stuff. Like they haven't been playing bad per se, but like did you hear? You think did you hear Nick- Chase Young might be? They might be sitting him in the Super Bowl. Did you hear about that? Due to work ethic, no. like he basically yeah. just takes plays off. Just like this, I've been his like, issue. Yeah, that's wow. been his issues. Yeah, like that whole D line need- though has been. Like, they haven't been playing up to par. Like they're no, usually so like known that's, they they have to. They ha- like. Like Nick Bosa is supposed to be this top tier, like in the defensive player of the year conversation. Uh, Eric Armstead is he's very good. They just haven't been playing well. Like they, like they've been playing average, but like they need like you pay these guys, you have these names, they need to show up. And again, it's a depleted Chiefs offensive line. They like they're the X factor, and if they like they'll be the ones to stop Pacheco. Like obviously you got you have Fred Warner and some run run support, but like they need to get home and get pressure with four. And they haven't been doing that lately, so I'm curious to see if they can because that I think that's the key to stopping Pacheco. It's just those four guys making that, getting that pressure. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we talked. We we we. I don't know. Do we have anything else to touch on with this game, guys? Do you guys have any other little tidbits you want to throw out there for the people in you know how these teams are going to win the Super Bowl or anything like that? I think it's going to be ugly. Like I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be pretty like it was last year. I think it's gonna be a little uglier. Not quite like Rams Patriots ugly, but like like a twenty seventeen. Like it's like prepare for it to be ugly. Oh, gonna, really? I wanna I, like I was gonna say I, I think it's gonna be high. Like I think it's gonna be a touchdown game. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a high scoring. I I had a No, but but like it's just like the way these teams are gonna score is they're gonna they're both gonna have two drives in the first half. And they're all both going to come away with points, but each drive is going to be like eight minutes. Yeah. Like it's okay. not, it's not going to be quick. Like they're going to score. It's just like the points aren't going to pop off the board or anything. I don't think. I'm expecting a similar thing. I was going to say low scoring as well. I, it's given me real deja vu of the last KC 49ers Super Bowl, to be honest. And I really that, hope it's not like that because that, that one popped off at the end, though. Yeah, it did. But yeah, it was a defensive battle all game. And I feel like these two teams have good defenses. I think. They could, if they both show up, I think it could be a low scoring game. Okay. So once again, me, me, Garrett, we're going Chiefs rather you're going Niners. Didn't you say Niners earlier? No, I said Chiefs. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said I cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes. I'll go Niners. Yeah. You you can't bet against them until he loses. And even then, (laughs) like, I I, I remember watching every Tom Brady Super Bowl thinking he was going to win, even though I was rooting against him. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah. That's What's what do you what do you guys think the Gatorade color is going to be? I'm locked in on red. I'm locked in on red. Good odds, plus seven hundred. Orange, orange. I think it's the. I think last year I read orange is the most popular. Yeah, it's been the most popular. I was, I was going to go with orange as well. I yeah. Uh, I don't know. The Chiefs pulled out purple last year. Like I don't know yeah. who the hell's drinking purple Gatorade. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, like, there's prop bets now, so they like to change it up. Yeah. There's no way they're thinking about it, though. And that's the thing. That, you know what it is, though? I'll bet you they got 
up probably fucking different colors in each of those things, and it's just whatever one you grab, that's what's going to fucking come out. Or Vegas. Vegas is like, this is the popular pick. Do the opposite. Yeah. Do the opposite. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, All right. So pretty much that's our Super Bowl preview show. Uh, We got some big things coming up this offseason. We're going to be, won't really touch on it too much. We're going to do a little bit of rebranding over the, over, over the off season, um, try to bring you guys something uh, still for a lot of fantasy football, but there's going to be a little bit more involved too. We're going to maybe talk, you know, one episode about just sports in general, just like everything. I mean, Garrett's a big basketball guy. Um, me and Riley, I mean, we're all huge hockey guys, just stuff like that. Just something a little bit different from, you know, toward the end of the week, um, stuff like that. We still want to break down these, these, these rookies though. I haven't really spoke to Garrett and Riley about this yet, but I kind of would like to do um, drop, you know, like five episodes a week. Um, not long ones, basically take a single player, uh, whether that's, you know, um, <clears throat> Brock Bowers or somebody break him down, you know, drop him, j- drop a show out of just strictly about him. That way we could kind of get a little bit more, you know, in depth with these guys uh, and draw, just drop a little like, you know, 15 minute episodes for you guys. And there is big news coming our way as far as sponsorship coming for next year. So we're in the works with that. Just lots going on with, uh, with the fancy football from up North. Riley, you got some exciting news too. What have you been up to? I don't know what you're talking about. Are you doing another podcast? You don't dumbass. Oh, I'm doing another podcast. Yeah, totally (laughs) kind of kind of unrelated from the we do talk sports, but it's not just sports. We talk about everything on that podcast. West Coast Living, if you want to check it out, Spotify and YouTube right now. Apple podcast coming soon. I don't know. We're waiting on approval, but yeah, it's been good. Kind of just started four episodes in, but we we talk about anything and everything on there. Bunch of different things. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So you guys want to check that out? I'll try to toss the the link in the show notes. And Garrett, what what do you got going on? Yeah, no, just I'm gonna try to toss out a tossing out blogs once every ten days. I'm kind of changed my writing style for those who do keep up with it. I'm kind of got away from the professional like this is my prediction to just like pouring the emotion onto the page. Uh, I had one like uh, eight eight or nine days ago that just. <laughs> Was basically me just talking about how how upset and sad and pouty I've been. The past, that was that the was pretty bit. good one. That was pretty good. I haven't I haven't grabbed, I just realized you dropped another one the other day. Yeah, no, that one's more about just how I'm not happy for anybody else. Um, <laughs> no, that one that one. So you're yeah, basically was, writing as a depressed individual. Great. That's no, okay. Cool. So so the angle on that one. Hey, was Michigan I, one. Michigan one. No, I again. Yeah, my fandom almost peaked. I was two games away. Uh, but uh, no, the last one, if you guys want to give it a read, it's basically talking about if a, if a true fan could have more than one favorite team in the same sport. So like two NHL teams, two NBA teams. Uh, I just have just, again, just like opinionated, like just letting my uh, my emotion, like my personal character kind of flow out and stuff. So more blogs coming just on just little things I think about. So just catch that at GVKK blogs. Um, for those of you who uh, read, I do appreciate it. Yeah, I'll throw those in the also throw that into the um the show notes as well. Riley, I did want to ask something real quick though, Garrett. If you had to pick, if you had to pick Michigan National Championship or Baltimore Super Bowl, if you had to pick, what are you going with? Yeah, no, uh uh Ravens are my number one team. I I have more invested in that. 
Uh, the Mich- I will say the Michigan thing was so cool. It's never going to happen again. That's kind of, that's kind of like, I think that's what made the Ravens loss so tough because this is never going to happen again, just the way Harbaugh left. But it, it, it is very cool when your favorite teams win stuff. Like I will, I will not lie. And I had, that was the first time I had a football one in like four, 12 years, basically. So it's, it was awesome, but I, I'm a Ravens fan through and through. They're my number one. So I would have to say Raven Super Bowl. So I'm sad again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And I did want to yeah. say, Dad, I think you're uh I think you're betraying uh the 49ers a little bit. We met Fred Warner and you're choosing We did. Show. And Elijah Mitchell. That was and Elijah uh, pretty, Mitchell. Yeah, that was pretty sweet last year at the draft. Um yeah, I just it's Mahomes, man. It's Mahomes. That's yeah. Crumb. No, nope. I just I don't know, man. I lost a lot of money. Like just being against Mahomes guy. And you know what? Every year I say it and it's I'm just, I'm just I'm tired of hearing about Patrick Mahomes. Just like I mean, people are tired of hearing about Tom Brady, tired of hearing how good Mahomes is, and every single you look at what he did. This year wasn't even a great year for him. No. But you look no. at he just made the Super Bowl because he makes magic happen when he's on the field. Yeah. And no, I, I- that's where I got to respect a guy like that. Right. You know what I mean? That you, you get, you got to give the guy props. I mean, the guys, I don't know, my opinion, pretty close to the greatest of all time. I, I would like my, I I've come to the thought where like, I'd rather lose betting on him than lose betting against him yeah. because at least then I can take a little bit of pride in him losing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I just, it's just like, mine's just pure. Just like I like watching football. Like it's just, you don't bet against Brady. You don't bet against Mahomes. It's, it's just the way it is. It's Not like when you try to like people used to bet against Jordan and the Bulls, right? Like you just don't do it. Yeah. It's another thing I stopped betting on basketball because I don't know anything <laughs> about it. No, nah, we got the March Madness coming up. Yeah, that's March gonna Madness. be yeah, that should be exciting too. All right. Time. All right, okay, guys. That's awesome. Uh, a little bit longer than what I thought it would be, but we had a lot of good conversation there. So uh once again appreciate you guys for jumping on we'll be hearing you guys will be hearing lots of coming out of us this off season um don't forget go check out riley's uh new podcast as well west coast living yeah yeah that's on spotify and go read garrett's blogs at what is it gvkk something yeah gvkk blogs yeah there might be a bit of a rebrand coming out i gotta toss that up in the air yeah try to get something a little a little smoother off the tongue Yeah, so, but guys, should be a wicked Super Bowl. Very excited. So, again, thank you for listening. Thanks for the support uh, all season long. And just uh, we'll be putting out some regular stuff here coming up. So, thanks for uh, sticking sticking around. So, outside of that, peace out. See you guys. Peace. Have a good one, guys. See you. All right. Tell us how you feel. We be going live, best believe we talking sports. May not think it's real, we take it serious, of course. Fantasy football podcast up north. A fantasy football podcast up north. Clayton caught a big skin, running down the field. Happy tossing dimes, cop a million dollar deal. Fantasy football, better know it's real. Tune into the podcast, tell us how you feel. We be going live, best believe we talking sports. May not think it's real, we take it serious, of course. Fantasy Football Podcast up north. A fantasy football podcast up north.